Is your husband tired of you burning his toast? Try our new and improved Toastmate 2000. It's the go-to for clever housewives. Say, this machine has some shine. You said it. The all-new Toastmate 2000 by Stark Industries. Forget the past. This is your future. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened feet covered. And you, you're on the list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 233 of the Sith List. I'm your host, Arash Dolachai, and my co-hosts for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Borgoyam, the man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les Gonzalez. How you doing, Les? I'm doing okay. We also have the king of all pods. As you see, I'm trying to rush through this because I'm trying to shorten down the intros is what I'm doing, even though now I'm making them longer. Thank Tom Chansky, king of all pods. Out. King Tom, how you doing, buddy? I am just one man in a democracy tonight. Oh, we are the Republic. We, we are just... all the Republic. For God's no, sake, if you're going to quote it, you oh, got to get it right. Fine. Somebody's oh. finally listened to it or read it or something now. Now he gets, now tough guy over here can say, <laughs> we are all it. the Republic. That's not my favorite. That is it. Mr. Eric Struthers. How you doing, buddy? It's Strollers, but I'm great, buddy. I am fantastic and awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. It's good to see you tonight, man. Seriously. It's great to see you too. It's also great to see Mr. Randy Laguniche is back in the Sith list. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for correct having me back. Pronouncing your Stop name. the count. Wait, what'd you say, Eric? I said correct him on pronouncing your name. Did I, did I say it wrong? Uh, what did you say? <laughs> I just assume it's wrong, so I just stopped listening. What do you, how'd you pronounce it? Uh, Laguniche. Uh, Le Judice. Le God damn it. Okay. See, now, <laughs> see, you're, you apologize for getting his name wrong the well, one time. No, you get Eric, mine but, wrong every because week. He, yeah, he knows but, the but, fills. Because I know that I do that on purpose, Eric. That's like a bit now, you know? It's not a bit when it hurts my feelings. Strother's yeah. like brothers, right? Whoa. Now no? we're getting all sensitive now. <laughs> oh, all right, whatever. Dude. We we recorded for the the motivators Patreon. I've I have done this show called Strawberry Family Secrets, and we recorded what I suspect is our final episode oh, because no. the format's just not working out. Henry, he's six. He lost it, and we couldn't stop laughing because it was so funny. He goes in his room, he comes flying out and screams oh. at the top of his lungs at his mom, his sister, oh, and me. No. I will punch you all <laughs> so hard, dude. It oh. was excellent. I, I thought you were going to say you threw everyone <laughs> off the show because they couldn't pronounce Strothers. 
Oh. <laughs> it's Strothers like brothers. <clears throat> well, that, that's that. You, and you recorded all that the meltdown. Nice. It was at the beginning of this week's motivators too. That's like uh, Martin Sheen's meltdown, Apocalypse Now, where he had a mental break and uh, Coppola just decided to run film. So the scene you see him staring at the mirror and punching the mirror and bleeding, having his hand bleed and cut. That's all real. Drinking a bottle of whiskey. That was just, Coppola said, run it, run the film. (laughs) He's, He's losing his mind. So uh yeah. He's like wow. he's, he's like throwing the knife. Do something with the knife. <laughs> no, he didn't throw anything. Throwing in. the knife. But like if you look watch it, Martin Sheets like looking at his hand all bleeding and looking at the mirror. He's just out of his mind. He's losing his mind. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Randy, how the hell are you, buddy? <laughs> Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Been uh enjoying the quarantine. Needed needed some podcast time. We had a fun week last uh few days. Yeah. Seeing uh for Still's birthday and all that. So Need to yeah, get that a little was, bit more of that. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Lot we of fun. did a happy birthday steal. And that was, uh, how old is Steel now? Is he, I think is he's like 53 or something like that. Is he like 53? He looks great for 53. Makes sense. Yeah, I know. He's yeah, very yeah, limber. He's, he still skates around and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all that stretching in the morning he does. Must be. But yeah, that was a good time. So that's what, uh, other than that, just the usual stuff, man. Watching a lot of television. You guys talk about television, so... Yeah, we do a lot of television talking here. There's something on television today. There was a big day for the country. I think it was a uh, inauguration day or something. Stop the count. Stop it. Stop the count. Stop the count. Stop the count. There's still time. <laughs> well, we're going to do this a little bit differently because my computer took a big shit. And for some reason, Microsoft Word isn't opening. Thank you, Windows and Microsoft. So I don't, the show notes are just pretty much like the mini show notes that we have. So I don't have real show notes, but we're going to do this like Van Halen did back in the day. Live without a net for all you Van Halen fans. Yeah. I know Eric with a got a ton that. of coke. Yeah, I was about to say we got a ton of coke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what is it? Green M and M's, and we're ready to go. Yeah. Live without a net. Except Live we're going to go back in and re-record a ton of stuff before we put the home release out. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they did, dude? That's what every band does that puts oh. out a live performance. Oh, shit. Well, Arash is going to spend four days editing anyway. <laughs> dude, right. Hagar was talking about. I can't remember which live album it was. But he was complaining that Eddie made him go in and redo every vocal. Oh, everyone. shit. Everyone. I'd complain, wow. too. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awful. Eric, you're doing okay other than the meltdown? <laughs> Buddy, I'm great, <laughs> man. I really am doing well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, hey, you're welcome. King Tom? I'm fine. Today has been like a breath of fresh air. Like, just took a giant, giant dump, you know? Oh, man, those are the Very best. relieved. Where you walk out feeling like, like you can, like you're like walking you can on fly. air. Yes, yeah, like you feel like you're walking on the moon. You feel like yep. Lance Armstrong just bouncing around and shit. Oh, that's the After, best. You mean Neil Armstrong? Whatever. Yeah, Lance, Lance Armstrong, Armstrong probably felt a little lighter he's, too. He's when missing he a testicle. Yeah, he probably, yeah, he probably felt a little lighter Some down reason there reason too. You just feel so yeah. strong. You don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, Les, you doing okay? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, great, fantastic. Yeah. But we're gonna get into some pop culture craziness. Um, in a second, but let me give out the shenanigans r- real quick. Check us out on the Sithless.net where you can listen to all of our favorite podcasts on our Pot It Forward page. You can buy some Sithless gear in our T Public page. You can also go on our YouTube page and watch all of our reaction videos, our breakdown videos. King Tom, Les, and I did a breakdown WandaVision episodes one and two explained. It was a lot of fun. So check that out if you want to be uh, informed by two Marvel magnificent masters i don't know let's go with that maestros thank you maestros thank you, thank you. 
Email us at thesithlist at gmail.com. And um, oh, that's about it with the shenanigans. And uh, let's jump into the box office. Wonder Woman 84 was knocked off this week by The Marksman. Liam Neeson back at number one with a whopping $3.1 million. Well done, Qui-Gon. Well done. 3.1 million. That's not a lot. <laughs> no. And that's a pretty decent amount for what we've been reporting over the last three months. Is it really? Well, like we've had some 1.2s, 500,000s. My gosh, man. That's, that's like it's a rough. Full theater for a weekend. My God. <laughs> that's it. That's right. That's exactly right. But hey, Liam Neeson can say, hey, man, I'm, I'm back at number one again. Back on top, baby. That's it. Back on top. I want to talk about Wonder Woman 84 with you real quick. You got to see Wonder Woman 84, correct? Yeah, right. yeah. I, I did not contribute to any of the box office numbers. I have a HBO subscription. Yeah. I, so I watched it, watch it on Christmas. And yeah, it was it's a disaster, man. <laughs> I don't, like you hear like mixed things like as I'm watching it, I'm like trying to like, oh, they must be doing this one thing. And at a certain point, you realize I'm overthinking trying to make this movie make sense. This shouldn't right. be so difficult. Yeah. But yeah, there's just so many parts where like, oh, maybe they're trying to like, and you're thinking of all like the metaphors that they might be trying to put together, but it's, it's not that difficult. You there know are a few what? parts I liked. Yeah, there's, there's the, few parts that were pretty cool. At right? the beginning, I thought it had like that Richard Donner kind of feel. I was like, oh, they're going to do that. I'm like, okay, I'm down for that. Cause it's like, it doesn't seem like anyone's really doing that. Right. Right. I, then, that's exactly what I yeah. told Les. We did a reaction video to watching the entire thing. And first five minutes, I told Les, dude, this is like old school Superman. This is pretty yeah. cool. And I was, yeah. yeah, I was just like you. I was hoping that it would just last, mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't, unfortunately. How'd you like Gal Gadot? I liked her. I, I think she had a lot more to work with than she did in the first one. Right. So, okay. She's great. But, yeah. I mean, it's not really. It's not really much to hate. She does the job well. She looks good as Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. I think it was cool seeing her play off of um, what's her face, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Thank you. Yeah. I just feel like they could have done so much more with that story. That right. should have been just that. It should have. Uh, yeah. One or the other, Maxwell Lord or the Cheetah. I think that's what it should right. have been. Yeah, it, but it feels the, like it, they didn't have enough time to dedicate to that. Like she's like, ah, no one likes me. I wear glasses. I want to be the cheetah, and it just kind of happened all of a sudden. Like they could have done so much more with that, right? I just felt like it's one of those movies where everybody in pieces were great, and but then as a whole, like a, when you're cooking it, the ingredients just did not. It did not taste good. Too many cooks in the kitchen. That's the metaphor I was probably trying to use, but that was a lot classic. Better. Yeah, Maxwell well, Lord, like they defy like geographic logic with how he manages to get places. His kid ends up just at the White House suddenly. Like, dude, <laughs> like Uber's still going right now. Now listen, just to get there. I think we learned this past month or so that anybody can get to the White House if they want <laughs> and just walk. Fucking on hell, in. nice. Well so, done, well done, well well done. Good job, Eric <laughs> Struthers. I don't know. What it's did you guys topical. think? Well, uh, Randy, my take on it was, um, like, it, on paper, it should have worked, but mm -hmm. it was just too long. And, like, some parts of it were, I don't know, it just was dragged out to the point of, like, there's, like, some weird self-indulgence, and it couldn't decide what it was going to be about. And yeah. it was a bummer, because, like, it started strong, and uh, there were elements of it that were really cool when you take them by themselves. 
like you said, it, it, not just the actors, but even certain scenes, it's like, oh, well, this is cool and this is cool. But then it gets completely derailed by padding 20 minutes of unnecessary footage in there. And it's like, if you could have made this thing a bit more of a blitzkrieg and didn't even correct any of the other problems that we mentioned, it probably would have felt better. Having the uh, boyfriend come back and having this other guy who just had his like body snatched. <laughs> Uh, how they just don't uh, don't want to answer that problem like this guy didn't have a job he had to go to he didn't have a life like everything was fine with him just he was just so unimportant that you were able to take his body well i think by then the world was already starting to unravel so her wish was probably already starting to be compounded with other wishes at the time so you're so forgiving man i think you just have to yeah that's that's the margin of error that's the temperance right there you know like you you just play with that little bit of temperance and say okay by then it's spiraling out of control because Maxwell Lord's already on the other side of the world, basically siphoning off the the oil and like just taking over already by then. Just too, standing so. in light streams, just yeah, making just things happen. Standing in light streams. <laughs> it just escalated yeah. very quickly. Yeah. I just, the story, the storyline was just weak. It was just really, really weak. And I think they only made that storyline to bring Chris Pine back. Yeah. And that's the only way you could possibly bring him back was what they did. So it was just like, the like I said before, it's like the genie in bottle, rubbing the genie, making wishes. Yeah, it was just odd. But like Strother said on paper, that should work. They're using like this 80s timeline and they're talking about excess and everything. Like you think like on paper, they could come up with something so much better. Yeah, they, they could have. We're going to get a third one. So hopefully the third one has a better story. Well, they have to give her a chance anyways. The circumstances. Said, Cut it down, man. Cut it down to an hour and 45, 50 minutes. You don't need two hours and 30 minutes. Well, I'm glad you liked her, Randy. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to watch it right now. Yeah. Anybody else watch anything cool this week? I'm on the, I'm late to the train here, but the Queen's Gambit train. I'm on board. I have one episode left. Randy, I think I talked to you about this for a good yeah. hour the other day. Wow. What a great show. I love it. Anybody else watch it? No, but I finished uh, Raised, Raised by Wolves. I think they could have put this on normal HBO Sundays. Mm-hmm. I think it was it that good. It's a bold statement. But I think the subject material is very, 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 very controversial. Oh, okay. Like, it's black and white in some cases, and it just, it may be just too polarizing to, that's why it's perfect on HBO Max. Okay, cool. Raised by Wolves. Eric? No, I was too busy finally finishing the High Republic, the first High Republic book. Oh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still at it. Well, I I, I mean, technically, I've got 3% left. Oh, are you you're doing you're doing the audiobook? No. No. Oh, no. okay. All right. No, I read books. Oh, you do? You? <laughs> yeah. Where do you get these percentages from then? Yeah. It's, it's the, the Kindle version tells you. Oh. Wow. Oh, oh, like left. Half oh. half foot in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like 3%. You measured. He's breaking it down mentally how much he has left. That's pretty no, fucking it, amazing. It, yeah, it tells you. It tells at, you in the bottom the ooh, bottom at right a, corner. At a total that's of pages what, here, he did the math real fast. I got 3% left. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was like. That's hey, what happens Eric. when you read books. Expand right, your brain. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you just get smarter. Well, yeah. I'm doing the audiobook and it's so crazy how many different dialects there are and different accents. And we got Irishmen, we got Valley Girls, we got people from New Jersey. We got we got mob bosses. So it's pretty pretty crazy. It's really weird. I don't know. It might say something about me, but I'm enjoying the description and the parts about the Nihil more than the Jedi, which is really odd. Uh, you want to be a coked up space pirate, don't you, dude? Randy, go to smash parties. They're doing they're doing smash punk. 
Yes, they're listening to punk. They're really? like they're the coolest enemies ever. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and these are these are the enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck they're, yeah. They're rad. They're really. I mean, some of them. I mean, the main guy, the eye, he's awesome, man. I'm, yeah, they're they're the type of music they listen to is called rec punk. Rec punk. Yeah. I'm rec like punk. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, they have smash parties and what's the what are the drugs they're doing called well they're doing the death sticks that's Crash. there yeah yeah i don't remember the name but yeah it's it's like space meth or something mm-hmm. yeah 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 space they, meth the big <laughs> the big, just the big space coke parties that's a called. band name right there. and they're drinking like champs dude. they're smash parts yeah yeah wow oh, yeah that's cool you know what's cool you can hear in the audiobook you can hear the wreck punk in the background they have it it's pretty rad oh shit yeah it's pretty funny. So, so far, you guys, like, I wasn't sure what to think. I, I haven't been, I've been like kind of like 30, 70 on the audio or the books in general, like about 30% of them I enjoy. Ooh. So I wasn't really sure what to make of this one. And the, the promise of it wasn't like, oh my God, I need to. So, so far you guys have been very happy yeah. with it. Yeah. It's, it's, I really like it. It's really good. The, the, like the, the complaints are not complaints, but the, like the only seemingly negatives people have to say about it. There's just, there's because it's an error we haven't explored and we don't know any of the characters, all the right. names are thrown at you. It's hard to keep them straight, but mm-hmm. it ultimately doesn't matter because the story is really well thought out, really well put together. It's kind of like the game of Thrones thing. Yes. It's like, it would like be watching like re- game of Thrones. I couldn't keep up with any of the names, but the story is so good that you're like, it doesn't matter. Well, imagine reading game of Thrones and trying to still remember all those names. And again, the story is probably, ex- yeah, you know, right. obviously it was excellent. So, yeah, but it's cool, man. It's uh, very descriptive and there's some really cool Jedis that I would love to see in live action. I, I will say that mm-hmm. some really, really cool Jedis. They do some really awesome yeah. stuff with the force yeah. and everything. Yeah. So if you're, if you're a fan of like Clint Eastwood Westerns at all, there's a Jedi in there who is, reminds me of. Uh, Clint Eastwood's character in Unforgiven, where he's like a retired oh, right. gunman porter, and and he goes out and he is retired. He's got a farm. He comes out of oh. retirement for something, and he's just trying to get the job done. And then they kill his friend, and like a switch flips, and he oh shit just lays oh, waste got- to an entire town. Out I haven't of the got to that. Yeah, it's classic. It's Western setup right there. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It's well done. I'm at the part it where the nice. where the Nihil is uh, about to try to get into that safe house. Um, they they're marauding that extra that extra trip that they took where they they kind of did it on, under the radar. Oh, for the kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to get into the safe house, and uh, that's it's where I left up, off. Baby. It's heating up. Okay, good. So the way you guys are telling, is it like vignettes and, or short stories within the era? Or is it one story? It where bounces kind of just, back and it's forth. It's one story that breaks up into a few different parts. Yeah. Oh, and then it all, it comes back together. It's right. like a Steven Soderbergh film, Randy. It all it, comes it, full it all circle. It comes full circle. It, it's like Very a nice. massive event is occurring and they're mm-hmm. giving you a bunch of different people's perspectives in their piece of this massive event. Just yeah. like Mulholland Drive. <sighs> Nailed it. Yeah, exactly. when I'm yeah, reading there's it, no Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, damn. Well, then I'm out. Hmm. On that note, Kylo, give us some Star Wars news. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. Well, speaking of Billy Ray Cyrus, dude, we have some <laughs> interesting news. Uh, looks like there's... Now, this... Correct me if I'm wrong. This has not been confirmed by official 
sources, correct? Well, the not Thrawn. official sources, not any okay. trades, but has been okay. dropped by our friends from Kessel Run Transmissions who've been very, very, very accurate in their droppings. Ugh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> um, but <laughs> What are they, birds? Yeah. They're little B- birds. Corey's a Billy, little bird. They've landed on the hood of your car with knowledge. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus has been cast as Grand Admiral Thrawn. And uh, it that is going to be exciting stuff. The, the first yeah. episode is going to be called Achy Breaky Art. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Just kidding. That was uh, really good. So and anyway, Lars Mickelson. Lars Mickelson, which w- he, he voiced Thrawn in Rebels. Also plays drums on Metallica. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He <laughs> used to be a tennis champ or was going to be. And uh, yeah. Anyhow, all Metallica jokes aside. Napster and whatnot. It's this has been rumored for a while, or maybe at least like some like on a fan cast level. Mm-hmm. But he he voiced yeah. Thrawn in Rebels, and uh, I think he's a good fit. Yeah, I, I he looks yeah yeah. I'm way way would much rather have him than Robert Downey Jr. as Thrawn. I, I just yeah. hope he never meets the scientist who uh, built the Death Star. Oh, oh, yeah, that could yes. be a real problem. <laughs> that would be interesting, right? Yeah. But Randy, the, there was a rumor going around that Robert Downey Jr. was being uh, looked at, at for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm-mm, no, yeah. that's, right. that's not going to work. Yeah. No. That, absolutely well, not. I, I mean, don't even know why he, I, he can't do it. He just can't. <laughs> I don't need a reason. <laughs> just no. <laughs> just no. Uh-uh. <laughs> And so, I mean, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, what do you guys think? It's uh, first of all, knowing that we're going to get Thrawn in live action sooner rather than later is pretty cool. I enjoy the character, and I think I think having it heat up like this will be neat. Do you think that uh, like a casting for Ezra is soon to follow with this, since their stories were tied together at the end of Rebels? Absolutely, uh, absolutely. We're going to see Sabine, and we're going to see Ezra. You just wait. That's shit. that's going to happen for sure. So Robert Downey Jr. will probably be Ezra then. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> or, or Sabine. That would or be Sabine. You never know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think he's I think he's perfect, man, for I mean, he voiced him, he knows the character. He, he he looks like an older version of him. He just put some blue on this face. Look at that. Bam. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed yep. it. Mm-hmm. So, why not? Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, this isn't like huge news that applies to everybody, but I ordered an empty Ray scavenger hilt for <laughs> to build a lightsaber from oh. the the one she has at the end of episode. Oh, the nine. yellow one, and mm. it actually has like, the rotary uh, ignition switch and everything, and it will be here any day. So, how cool. about them apples? And that nice. is really the only thing that matters in Star Wars right now. Damn right, except for one thing. <laughs> Happy birthday, James Earl Jones, ninety years old. Oh wow! This last week, yeah. So you know, well, well done, James Earl. Something That's that cool. I don't think we ever mentioned. Did we ever mention this? Uh, there was a, like an extended edition of the solo soundtrack that was digital only. Mm-hmm. Oh, that no, John Powell had available it, and I meant to get it, and I never did. And which was probably pretty rad because his compositional style is really neat and he's more modern, you know. He also had it available as a 24 bit 96 kilohertz download too, as WAV files, you know, like super high definition audio. 
But um, I never did get that. But if anybody's heard that and thinks it's worth a get, let me know. It is. Is it? Mm-hmm. The extended one? Yeah. Yeah, it has, the the tracks are different. It has the original uh, version of the song you hear at the party. Oh, with yeah. With the, the frog in the jar. Not the Lin-Manuel not- Miranda song? Didn't he do that song? I don't think so. Or no, did I he do, he did the. He did the one from The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. But yeah. for the soundtrack, they took out that voice and replaced it with something else. And then, um, I mean, th- there are changes to all the tracks. Some of the, the, the lengths are different, but then they also did the full end credits. Because a lot of times they take out, like for Rogue One, they chopped up the end credit song and they took out the Star Wars theme because John Williams did that. But in here, and they did the same thing for Solo, in here it's it's just the whole track. Huh. Now where did you get that at, King Tom? I got it on Amazon. Okay. Well, That's not where you get that. Um, a lot of people don't give, or maybe they do, I just haven't heard it, uh, Mandalorian enough credit for is that they kind of help Open the door to exploring Star Wars music mm. in a different way. Right. Which mm-hmm. was definitely needed instead of how much can you sound like John Williams? Yeah, you're right. That's absolutely right. And credit uh, Favreau for that, by the way. Favreau was the yeah. one that was behind that. Yeah, because that score, I think, let people kind of realize that you can do different things and on, on a, a larger scale than just a few tracks. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. wait to hear what's coming up next like is andor gonna have a totally different vibe i think that rogue one like doing that with a television show is a great way to get started like as far as the mm. as the uh, saga movies went i think sticking with the symphonic like a classical style symphonic score was a great move and also with rogue one the soundtrack for that really worked out and you know even though it uses traditional symphonic instruments a symphonic approach that you do hear some like weird distorty sound effects from instruments and stuff like that like the sound when two tubes is on the screen mm-hmm. and but uh but yeah for tv and especially with what the mandalorian is about it was a great gateway for it definitely and, uh, you know, because allows them to have that proof of concept like they're right. able to go far enough where they can say no this can work more than just an episode or two hour movie Right. Well, and I think one thing too, speaking of music, is that you have to be cautious when it will date something. Mm, definitely. The, the music in it. But I feel like what uh, uh, Ludwig Gorenson did with The Mandalorian is it's, it's the style of it is timeless in the same way that like orchestral music is. When right. you listen to it, it's not going to sound like, oh, that was done 20 years ago it, because it, it sort of sits outside of a pigeonhole genre. But at the same time, like I still feel like that late sixties, early seventies, like pulpy Western kind of vibe to the music. Mm-hmm. Like with like the main theme, especially, but not in a be- bad way to where it feels like it's of that time, but it, it, it gives you those feelings without mm. feeling like it is stuck in that time. Right. Because so basically like kind of what I'm driving at is it's not gonna, you didn't get the, um, like the 70s cop show, the clean guitar tone with the wah. Yeah. You can tell instantly, oh, I know when that came Seinfeld. And, and right, so yeah. that was really cool. Really cool. Uh, yeah, definitely. Past that, man, I got nothing. I, I want to ask Randy what he thought about, um, we talked a little bit about this just the other day, Randy, but what was your reaction when you saw Luke in Mandalorian, obviously? And also... 
what, what we <laughs> oh, talked Luke, to, Luke's great. <laughs> what we what we talked about was how can they up the ante? Can they possibly up the ante next uh, season and the following season and the following season after that? And I think we kind of agreed that it's going to be really difficult. Uh, yeah. Uh, first off, like seeing Luke, I, I kind of expected that was what it was going to be because anything other than that would have been super anticlimactic when they're promising a Jedi. It kind of had to be Luke. It's that time period where you can get away with it without stepping on anything's toes. It would be awesome. The so wait, so wait, like so the, you, you initially, right when you saw the X-Wing, you knew. Like I oh, had, yeah, a, yeah. I had when an, I saw I the X-Wing, I was like, that's yeah, pretty obvious. I well, I had an inkling, but I was like, well, maybe they'll just mess with us. And I don't know, somebody else like Ahsoka will pop out or some shit like that. And Luke let her have the X-Wing. Like the things were running in my head. And you know, by the way, I, we, Les, you and I got some shit or just, just the other day about our uh, video. Some guy goes, you know what, dude, these things are so fake. Obviously, if it's an X-Wing and he's wearing a robe, it's Luke. Because he's like, and you guys keep saying, oh, my God, it can't be true. Oh, my God, it's not. That's not real. It can't happen. It can't happen. And the guy's like, obviously, you guys knew. I was like, dude, I was, I didn't know 100%. I don't work for Lucasfilm. You're on the fence. Like, in all honesty, you're on the fence. be, but it might not be. Well, no, and that's a big deal. Like, how, first of all, for them to keep that secret. And right. even Mark Hamill said for them to keep that under wraps. For he that couldn't believe long, it. Dude. And then all of a sudden spring it on us in that episode. Yeah, of course, people could see the things. And yes, the X-Wing, but anyone could have come into, you know, possession of an X-Wing right. is what I would think. And, and we've just, seen X-Wings this season. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, look, you could probably put 80% of your money on Luke and then you just need to keep that 20%. You know what I mean? And just be like ready for anything. Yeah. And that's all it was, man. But if people are going to get angry or I don't know, man, dang, make your own video. <laughs> yeah. What, what can you really do with that? Like, man? Make your own video, man. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly you right. Can watch it ours, but just come on now. Like, I, I, I responded to the guy. I never do. And I just put, hey, man, I wish I had that high clearance to know rumors like that. Yeah. That's all I said. But sorry, Randy. Go, go ahead. Let us know. Can they top this? No, I don't think so. No, I mean, well, it, they. I don't think they can top it for that audience that wanted to see that one thing. Yeah, like there's. Di- I think there's different audiences who where Luke isn't as important or right. isn't much as much of a milestone. There's people who are like, I'd rather see Ezra. I don't know who they are. I don't know how <laughs> they fit into this, but I know they exist. Uh, Alice. Yeah, Sal's probably like, yeah, it's cool, but if Kanan came back, I'd be more excited. <laughs> yeah, Sal would have died There are died other ways they can back. top it, but <laughs> if for it was Quinlan Voss, we would have had a story. Oh, oh. There, thank you. I, me and um, uh, Noah were like, dude, what is the other character that Sal freaking loves? Oh, we Quinlan like, Voss. Yeah. Like Quinlan Voss and Lumberjack Nick. Those are his two favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> and not in that particular order. No. no. I think they can top it, but as far as like if you're taking it from the lens of someone who's all about the original Star Wars has watched all the films, no, nah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yep. Like yeah. Han Solo doesn't How about if Boba and Han meet again? That'd that's be cool. kind of crazy. Not as yeah, big. it's not as big, but that would be pretty damn cool. That would be pretty yeah. damn cool. Oh. Yeah, so. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think there's any way you can possibly I don't, top that? I don't think that it's going to be really, really hard to top that. I don't know. Other than what other character could possibly top Luke Skywalker coming back and saving the day? Yeah. I think Aside, it, as far as oh, bringing yeah, back a past character like that, I don't think you're going to top it. The only thing huh? that could t- 
top it, but it would be in a different way would be to have like some new story development that's outside of the known. Yeah. That just floors you. Vader Vader coming back is not going to be big. What's Vader coming back? Vader's dead, buddy. He's gone, buddy. No, that, Vader's going to be in Obi-Wan, isn't he? Right. Well, I'm saying, yeah. no, I'm saying for Mandalorian, buddy. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking as far, like, I guess I'm backing up Eric's statement then. If they do it in, like, the Ahsoka series or some other one. Oh, they'd have oh to, yeah, yeah. That, No, no, I'm saying, how is Mandal- how's Mandalorian going to top itself now, is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's going to be the tough one. Not that it has to. I mean, they had their ultimate moment, I guess, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah not that just, not topping it would make the show weak. No, it's just that no. is such a like a high point for that show for Star Wars in general and for fans that I, I, yeah, I'm not sure if you can actually get that moment back or right. anything on that level. Yeah, that's how good it was. All right, man. Well, if that's your Star Wars. Well, go ahead, Eric. You want to say Grogu something? in Mandalorian armor? That <laughs> that <laughs> might do it. Grogu, if they got oh. Gus Spring back and they shot Grogu again. Oh, I would be. That I'm sorry, I couldn't help but chuckle when that happened. When, when he, he shot, blasts, sh- when he blasts <laughs> Grogu, and Grogu's like, <laughs> and just like, well, I'm like, oh my god, it's great, yes. <laughs> yeah. Or when he tried to shoot him again for real, and Mando just yeah, like he tries yeah. to shoot him again. Yeah, I think that it's worth revisiting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Not the biggest Baby Yoda fan. Send your wow. uh, send would, your DMs. To I would you. like to shoot the baby. Shots fired. Well, we talked some Star Wars. There's not a lot. Of stuff to talk about. But, oh, there is a cool thing at, at uh, Downtown Disney in Anaheim. Their Rainforest Cafe has turned into a Star Wars store with all kinds of props and everything. So if you, you live in Southern in California, there. just do not eat in there. Well, you shouldn't <laughs> have eaten in there anyways. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, you're right. Rainforest Before Cafe, the quarantine, no, you still no, shouldn't have eaten there. No, <laughs> it rains every five minutes. Oh, well, that's great. That's uh, pee. <laughs> that's pee. Oh. Yeah, an- the animals are that's pissing on us. Pee. Right. Yeah, reclaim. I do have a Yoda joke for you guys. Oh no! No, oh man! Yeah, no. can we, can we have Naboo instead? You no. probably, yeah, yeah, we want wow. Naboo instead. We need that's a bold joke. statement. How dare, you. How dare you, King Tom? If it wasn't for that lost shirt you're wearing, he'd be knocked off of his pocket. You no, know, he saw himself. Yoda saw himself I'm finally dead. in 4K. You, you hear about that, Eric? You hear about that? He, he, I think King Tom's heard about this. He finally saw himself. I have heard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he, he saw himself in 4K, and he finally says, mm, HDMI. Fuck all you guys. <laughs> Randy left. That is funny, but I'm not going to give you the laugh. You fuckers were <laughs> laughing inside. I saw you. Les was dying inside. Randy's laughing so hard, he had to leave the screen. <laughs> That's not what it was, I guarantee you. That's not what it was. <sighs> HDMI. Boo? You ready for some boo bits? Always. Always ready for oh. some boo bits. I haven't done a dad joke in a long time, all right? Mm, there's a reason for that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, th- this kind of surprised me. I-, I didn't hear anything about this before this, but uh, Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Uh, a Willy Wonka prequel <laughs> will be released uh, March 17th, 2023. Uh, the prequel film follows a young Willy Wonka and his adventures prior to opening his chocolate factory. Mm. Yeah. That, wonder, that's, you said March 17th? Yes. The only people who are going to go see it are the people who are drunk from St. Patrick's Day. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They'll, they'll give out free chocolate. Um, Interesting. Willy Wonka hmm. prequel. 
Yeah, but it gets even better. Okay. So, and they're looking, Warner Brothers is looking for either Tom Holland or Timothy uh, Chalamet. Chalamet? Thank you. To play Willy Wonka in the, in the film. So whoever they get, it's going to be a pretty good actor, hopefully. It's hopefully an, one of these definitely two. definitely an A-lister. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. This it, it just seems cool i guess i i thought i was like i see it huh. i see it very colorful but how about if this is like a really like dark david fincher willy wonka <laughs> prequel he's got a really sad life <laughs> everything's all in dark grays and blacks and you know colors that are what like, about a tim burton willy wonka oh, already did that we yeah, we did that already that was the no remake. more yeah you liked it last did you did you like the timothy burton one kind of yeah it's, it's all right to like what you like Eric, i mean sorry you know, yeah i just my yeah, ace job. Yeah, yeah, like it what I like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's way better than Gene Wilder's. Yeah, way better. <laughs> Damn. I said, like Timothy Randy Burton, Randy. man. Like he he started off so good. Then man, just things just get Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, that wasn't that great. Willy Wonka. Huh? What? Sleepy Hollow. Wait, what? What? You? No, I'm sorry, man. Willy, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> What in the okay, whatever. Tell what's me why, favorite, dude. What's your tell favorite? Me why. Tim, t- okay, yeah, tell me why. Okay, please what was, tell me what why. was your favorite other than Batman? What's your favorite Will, uh, Willy Wonka film? <laughs> Tim Burton film, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. awesome. Beetlejuice, yeah, this is great. No, this is Batman Returns. Ones. I said no in Batman, no Batman. I, I'll here. take Batman Returns. Sure. You, did, you said Batman, not Batman Returns. Uh, okay, See, well, there, there's well, Batman well, Returns, okay, which is. Job. That was a good. One. No. <laughs> Did you guys see uh, big uh, big eyes? Is it big eyes or the, big the fish? fish? No, not not big fish. The ones big with fish the, also awesome. Big fish was great. Uh, I'm talking about the one with the artist. It's based on a true story. With the would draw. She's uh, Amy Adams would draw paint pictures of characters with big eyes, and her husband took the credit for it. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. I never, I don't think I. Saw I believe it. that's a Tim Burton film as well. Mars Attacks is the best movie he's one. ever made. Mars Attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I love Mars Attacks. It's a okay. great movie. Good. And think. Sleepy Hollow is good. Like, no, it's actually dude. good. Uh, dude, you gotta no, love dude. Christopher Walken <laughs> as the Headless Horseman. Come on. Do you, though? I, I do. shot my dog. I mean, I but, but, no, I'm saying, do you have to love it? <sighs> Come on. Sleepy It's one of those things. And, and, like, and it, 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 it gives me the hero in Ichabod Crane that I guess he's supposed to be, because if you watch the Disney one, the Disney version of it, he no, gets he's, murdered. So he's, well, he's he, a in this one, he's a he's a he's like a opium addict, isn't he? No, that's from yeah. hell. Oh my bad. That's in from hell. Right. No, so. I thought he was. I thought he's still like he was Sweeney Todd. A, First he was Ichabod, then Sweeney Todd, then he was the guy from hell. No, no, but I, but think I thought like, he was like addicted yeah, no, to opium. He was addicted to opium in Sleepy Hollow, buddy. No, yeah, he was. Okay, if you're gonna like a movie, know it. <laughs> don't don't you dare. <laughs> In From Hell, he was he was chasing the dragon in From Hell. And he Tim was Burton dumping it on the guys. He was dumping the ab the absinthe. That's in From Hell. Have you ever drank absinthe? Yes, I have. And we did it together. I'm just asking. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this is what happens when we don't show notes. Oh, you're doing boob bits. I, My bad. I, that's what happens when we don't show notes. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Continuing on the Warner Brothers train, uh, Godzilla versus Kong is going to release on March 26th in theaters and on HBO Max. 
I am very excited. <laughs> You've been waiting for this one. Oh yes. my god! Yes, I'm yes. so pumped. Didn't the other one suck really bad though? You suck really bad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're the one that told me that. You're the one that told me it sucked really bad. No, no, I, I, it could have been better. Than, it, it was the Kong movie. Uh, oh, was it Kong Skull was Skull Island. Oh, um, let's not even talk about that. No, what is it? Samuel Jackson, bless his heart. Great, oh. great actor. Wow, but... that is the ultimate shade. When you say Yikes. bless, blank yeah. heart. You, yeah, that is he, the ultimate shade. You well, you know how bad Samuel Jackson was in that movie. Yeah. He's a great actor, but he tried to do like a, he tried to do like an apocalypse now where he's losing his mind kind of thing. Yeah. I gotta kill him. I got. I'm gonna do whatever I need to kill him. I, I think his acting was just too high for what they were trying to do. I think he. he I think he was, he was too just, high. He just put himself too much into the role. Mm-mm. He didn't and really the, have to do that. And, and the cast was great. They had Brie Larson. What's his name? Uh, Tom, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. They had the Kong too there. Yeah. The, 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 was the CGI was top notch. What's funny is that it seems like they have the <laughs> A guys for Kong and, and uh, Godzilla and stuff like that doing the CGI, but they can't get it right when they do Marvel or uh, DC movies. Mm. They just you know, let them go over you there. You hear that, Wim? You That's hear right. that? That's goddamn right. Yeah. You've seen Wonder oh, Woman, right? <laughs> DC is yeah. Is some of the CGI you've was seen garbage. Her, you've seen the Enchantress, yeah, <laughs> Suicide Squad, didn't you? She was great. The shimmy shake the sh- she was fucking doing up there, <laughs> fucking a straight volume right there. Oh yeah. Uh, <sighs> Jesus. Continuing Please, on the uh, Warner Brothers choo choo, uh, Zack Snyder confirms Justice League. His Justice League movie uh, is going to be a four hour movie. <laughs> Right when you think this is the problem with this guy, right when you think, okay, I like the idea of a six episode series, break it down. No, we're not going to do that, HBO. I'm going to make it a four hour movie, so like seven people watch the fucking thing. But wait, Come isn't on, he breaking man. it down into segments? No, no, nah, it's going to be not released. Anymore. As he was whole... supposed to have six episodes, yep. and now Thank he says you. it's four hours of film. Oh no, that's not good. No, it's not good. I was going to watch six episodes of it. But I will not watch four I hours. I will watch of Zack four Snyder. hours of a sack fighter. Yeah, sack fighter. Zack fighter. Zack fighter. Zack fighter. I like that better. Sack fighter. Zack fighter. I feel like a sack fighter after his movies. I want to punch sacks. Empty sacks. Oh, Boom. Boo, Bingo. Remember oh, last week? They're, they're, they're not empty yet. Full yeah. circle. Um. So yeah. So rumor is is that the reason w- it was going to be a mini series, like a six part mini series, but they weren't going to be able to fit it into HBO's. Um, I guess because they they wanted to put it on HBO at some point. HBO regular, yeah. But in in addition to HBO Max, but it wouldn't be able to fit into their schedules on Sundays, kind of oh, thing. Oh, I got it. They're because they have their their Sunday because they have better stuff, pretty much. And they have <laughs> and they they have it planned out pretty far. Westworld's coming back. Exactly. They have pretty. They have a set year of releases right. and episodes and things like that. So that's so they said. Well, fuck it. Just put it in uh, on HBO Max only. Have it be four hours. At least you can pause it, folks, because that's a lot of piss breaks for me. Jesus. If four they fucking hours. To, if they wanted to fit it in, though, they would put it in. Yeah, exactly. that, that tells they me that they have better stuff. money to get that thing finished. Garbage. Yeah, they have better stuff, and they just want to use the better stuff on Sundays. So right, most likely. That's Euphoria true. is coming back soon. Right. Yeah, they got, they got a lineup. Yeah, they got a pretty solid lineup. Well, that's unfortunate because I was a little bit excited about it because it was like, "Hey, this maybe this could be good as a, as a miniseries or something." But then now he just you know, pulled Crap, a fucking James Cameron on us. Yes. I think I'm so oh. excited for it, but four hours is like 
with that it, tone, that's just too long. Right. Man. That's what like, I'm saying. I'm still excited. I, I like crap. Sometimes I just like shitty fucking stuff. Mm-hmm. But that is too long for Zack Snyder. Like that tone. You're telling me. That's what his wife said. Oh. <laughs> it's just too long, Zach. Just too long, Zach. Come on. Sorry. Uh, so what happens when I'm not showing up? Yeah. I wow. Can tell. Silence. No structure. <laughs> no structure. No structure. Uh, going on to the other side of the pond, over to Marvel, Spider-Man 3 will be partially set during Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the film will release uh, December 17th. 2021 very cool yes it's gonna make That's a lot of money awesome. if 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 we're all back to normal yeah. knock on wood by the way lorena got her vaccine wonderful and my mother got her vaccine fantastic yeah nice. we're more making pe- progress more, more people around us are getting uh vaccines which is great news mask up folks still not out of the woods oh yet. no absolutely not out of wear the your yet. damn masks people yeah. just because you got vaccine on you yeah. <laughs> in, <sighs> in you no on you too like oh, they put a little bit of residue on your belly button Ew. <laughs> I mean, that's how they, that's how you finish off the second booster. Oh, that's so, you know how many people wouldn't go? Don't do that. You know how many people just turn off this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> the four that were listening. As opposed to the people that turned it off last episode? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got so many still. Yeah. <laughs> but thank it's, you all. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, every, really each, every one of you. It. We very much. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's been some set photos because they're filming in uh, Atlanta right now where they have like the fake snow, Christmas decorations, so it looks oh that's cool. It looks nice, and yeah, it, so this is going to replace the Star Wars release of this year. Mm-hmm. Gonna just slot it in right there. Wow. To hopefully, uh, make so it's gonna money. be like Spider Man Home for the Holidays. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, good one. I mean, there there has to be a home title. Yeah. Well done, Randy. Very well good. Done. You're welcome. <laughs> And then my last move bit. You're not more because I don't have anything else. Yeah, I don't have anything else. (laughs) If you're light, I'm light. Yeah. Ethan Hawke has been set to be the villain in Moon Knight. Yes, that was really cool. Yeah. Who is the actor that you despise? Is it him? You don't like some some actor. I don't like the dude that plays Harvey Two-Face. Oh, what's his name? Harvey Dent. Oh, really? Harvey Dent. Aaron Eckhart? Yeah, I, I never liked that oh, guy. Damn it. I, I was like, I, I, I couldn't remember if no, it was that guy. Like, which Harvey Dent? I'm like, huh? <laughs> Yeah, he played Harvey Dent, right? Yeah, yeah. And then also the other guy that like any movie he touches is a Taylor Kitsch. Yes, it's disaster. Oh yeah, he's box he's, office disaster. He's Catherine Heigl, where any movie yes. she touches just immediately bombs, just goes right. to shit. Also, Matt Damon, Love and Thunder. Yes, he is. So oh, he's going to be in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. And for and uh, can, are character? you done with your boobits? I'll do. I, I really appreciate it. I, my my sack is empty. Uh, we're going to end every. Segment I can't believe you didn't come through with the Nabu for the day. It's been busy. I've been busy. Okay. Really, really missing it, dude. Sorry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're missing the pain. <laughs> yeah. I am. I love. <laughs> I, I enjoy the, the twist at the end, dude. I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I'm glad. Before we get into uh, WandaVision and what we thought about WandaVision, real quick, the boys, Eric's going to like this, they are bringing for season three the hero-gasm. So in the comic book, I guess they tell the people in America that the heroes have to go on this sabbatical to meditate and figure things out. But instead, they go to like a hedonism resort. And they just do a lot of cocaine and they just have sex constantly in all kinds of weird situations and positions and in superhero like fashion. I didn't like realize Coachella. that. I was Kinda a like... superhero then. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> You're a superhero in the 80s, huh? 
<laughs> oh, yeah, man. that's the best time. Right. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, they're, they're going to have the hero gasm. And the director has been get, being harped on over the last two seasons about being the hero gasm of the screen. And finally, he took a picture on Twitter and he put it on screen. It said hero gasm. And he goes, here you go, fuckers. Or something like that. Here you go, motherfuckers. It's happening. So, yeah, we're going to get some crazy sex, drug, superhero orgy scene in The Boys next season. Nice. That should be pretty crazy. I'm sure Homelander is going to have a field day. He needs it right now, man. He's going. He sure he's does. jerking off on the tops of buildings. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's not in the right mindset. No, he's not. He's not. Mm-hmm. So. That was from. That's Henry. I'll punch you all so hard. I thought I'll somebody punch was. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty epic. That's, that's Homelander. Great, that's that's, that's Homelander going crazy right that's now. That's a great soundbite right there. Oh, you scared the shit out of me, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I like, saw uh, Randy's face. I thought Randy was going to get attacked from behind. Well, no, was, King Tom, because there's nothing but black back there. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Chucky just comes oh, out of nowhere shit. flying into the screen. Yeah. Oh, Sprinkles oh, the clown. <laughs> Spr- squeaks, oh, wrinkles shit. the clown. Wrinkles. Should we call oh. Wrinkles again? No. Don't you freaking dare, dude. No. Oh, Randy doesn't know about Wrinkles. Randy oh. don't need to know about wrinkles, dude. We don't need to know uh, none I of that wrinkles know. BS, dude. Here. Let's see if we can find... Re- right. Is this Let's like the last 976 number? Les got scared. He left. <laughs> Jesus. He was just a real person. Yeah, it's just yeah. this... Les, can you explain why I'm looking up? Explain wrinkles a clown, Wr- Wrinkles a clown will get tossed to the, d- the ground, dude, and stomped if he shows up <laughs> anywhere near me, dude. Wrinkles the clown is... He's been high... He gets hired to scare kids that are acting... Oh, up. I know that clown. Yeah. Did yeah, dude, you don't... Dude, don't send him my way, dude, because wrinkles will get... Oh, no, that uh, shit's scary uh, as fuck, uh, well, Thank you. Thank you. A like welcome hides greeting. in bushes and stuff and stands across the street. Mm-mm. Yeah, and he calls and leaves voice messages for the Sith list. Okay, Here we go. Yeah, sure. You... you. Sure. Don't you dare. Shh. Let's see. <laughs> I really have it under wrinkles of clown. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, he's in your he's a contact in your phone. Uh, you gonna pick up wrinkles? He's busy, alright? He he's to stay away from people. Oh, uh, you reach wrinkles the clown. I'm not here to take your call. Leave me a message. I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Les Gonzalez. Finally. Oh wow! I really, live in dude? Riverside. Okay. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, dude. Hey, wrinkles is gonna be strung up, dude. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> Trust. Oh, all right. Let's uh, wow. let's end oh. this. Thing. <laughs> I was about right, to put no. <laughs> Right, dude. Right. That let's end this thing okay. with WandaVision. Guys, WandaVision episodes one and two came out. Want to get everybody's quick take on it. Eric, did you watch it? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, of course I did. So, okay, just real quick. I'll give you the, my, my quick thing. I love the characters from the films. And I am a child of the early 80s when it was all the, everything was in syndication. You had four channels to choose from. And you spent all summer watching I Love Lucy and Dick yes. Van Dyke. And everything else because you, there wasn't anything else to watch, and I love those shows, and I like the take on them. The campiness at certain points was almost a little too much for me. However, the weirdness that's injected into the show when it suddenly gets serious, <laughs> right. when uh, when Mrs. Foreman is looking at the camera saying, yeah. stop, "Stop it, stop it, stop it," stop and then it. when the beekeeper comes out of the sewer, right. it that is going to pay off in a big way. I and agree. I'm looking forward to it. 
So yeah, I, yeah I, there I, it is. I absolutely agree. Boo, I haven't. I don't even know if you've seen it because as of a couple of days ago, you hadn't. Have you seen it yet? Oh no, I've seen it. Oh great. It's uh, what is it? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. The campiness can can be a little bit weird, but the the feeling that the overall feeling of this is creepy and somehow some way mm-hmm. behind it it's the reason it's happening what i'm watching is not a good thing it leaves you uneasy so i i think it's hilarious i i'm laughing out loud at this i at regular moments good i'm glad you liked it yeah so i think it's great but just the uneasiness you feel and then they you know a couple of things where yeah where like the guy is choking. Stop it! All that. The beekeeper. You know the lady cutting her hand. Creeps, the radio. The radio creeps me the fuck out. Good, good. That's great. But the other thing that I do love is how they interject. Yeah, because you get the uh, I love Lucy. The uh, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Hundred percent. Where they have still adult jokes where they're talking about being sober and mm-hmm. you know I can't do this communism. Drug. Communism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vision reacting to uh, what's it, the Scarlet Witch's outfit. Mm-hmm. That, those are hilarious to me because right. he, he's a robot. But then he's like, God damn. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, those are great. So yeah, overall, love the show. Can't wait to see more. Good, good. Les, I know you liked it. King Tom, I know you liked it. Quickly, uh, Les, what did you think? First of all, and I've said it before, grateful for any MCU content. It's, it's needed right now. There's Again, I'm always going to refer to just the atmosphere we're all living in that we wake up and you know we go to bed and wake up in. This is all helping as far as escapes go, so that's a big yeah. deal. I know that there are massive Easter eggs everywhere, but ultimately the the way they're presenting this is a fresh way to present this instead of just, you know, like the formula that they follow that everybody, you know, has gets their panties in a bunch about. This was still pretty cool and it was awesome. Like Eric said, you know, as a child in the early 80s, we had all those shows. So I just, I really can't wait to see what we get for the 90s parts. If they're going through different eras of television, we're going to get all those different, like, you know, like Full House, hopefully some type of Family Matters, you know, uh, just just all these different shows that prove the setting. But then again, that uneasiness, like Boo was saying, that like, that bit of just, you know, it's not real. But you know it's something going on with her, and you don't know whether she's like in another plane of existence, uh, if she's hidden in some deep bunker being reprogrammed or something mm-hmm. like brainwashed. You don't yeah. know where she is and what's going on, uh, and to just know that whatever's happening is ha- affecting her and affecting the people around her. Like Eric said, you know when uh, Miss Foreman is going, stop it, stop it, and she's like getting more and more intense like creepy please please stop please and she started to have fear for herself mm-hmm. you know it's like you're like oh yeah dude there's there's some crap going down and then wanda when the beekeeper pops up she's just like no yeah, she makes like, a choice oh, at dude. that point like yeah right. there's something happening here it's Absolutely. awesome too it's so good king tom yeah it it's just what they're doing with it i have no idea where it's going but just the level of work that they're putting into it it's it's amazing how they're calling on these shows that are a part of pop culture, or at least have been, you know, pop culture mainstays over the last 70 years, and these concepts and ideas, and telling a compelling story, and bringing in characters from the MCU, and having this be the, f- the future direction of the Marvel Cinematic Universe after such an event like Infinity War and Endgame. It's, it's just amazing. 
It really is. And the balls for Marvel to do this. Yeah. And for it to be their first sh- show on Disney Plus and have it be this, kudos mm-hmm. to you guys, man. Well done, Kevin Feige. And, and then, like you said, the detail is so crazy. The, the director, I forgot his name. I had in the show notes, goddammit. He actually <laughs> interviewed, uh, went and met with um, Dick Van Dyke, sat down mm-hmm. with him, and picked his brain. Then the cute thing is Dick Van Dyke had no idea what Marvel was or any of the MCU was or any of that shit, but he had a great time letting him know all the like nuances of what worked. If that show was placed in the 50s, it would have been a huge hit. They do it so well. It's just phenomenal. And, and like Eric said, I grew up watching Nick and Knight and all these shows. Uh-oh. I'm getting a private call. <laughs> Les just left. Hello? This is Wrinkles the Clown. You <laughs> called me? <laughs> I'm running a special. Get your kids for that Millennium Falcon behind you. Les, you can come back now. <sighs> oh, I got scared for a little, a little bit, though. <laughs> Tom, I'm not what, kidding. Was it the saw, point where I you said that private. Millennium Falcon behind you? Wasn't as good as the last time I got you. <laughs> no, no, you scared the shit out of me last time. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, okay, Randy, your turn. WandaVision one and two. Just like the attention to detail of each of the eras and the the shows, like they stay on point with like the sensibilities of that time, the framing of that time, like mm-hmm. the way the joke, the like the pacing of the jokes, everything is like I love Lucy. That first episode to me, anyways. Feels very I love Lucy. Yeah. And then the second one is very much uh, like uh, Bewitched. Mm-hmm. But like they, they they frame the shows differently. Like if they keep on doing that, that's awesome. I'm just not sure how long you can do that before it's like, okay, but where are we going? Yeah. You know, yeah. Because like the uh, when they break the uh, illusion and everyone starts realizing what's going on, like that is the cool stuff. And it has to start going more towards that as, yeah, as it goes. I, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I like. It. But there, there are times where you're where they're leaning into a joke so much. You're like, ah, these jokes weren't really funny back then, and I still don't think they're funny right now. And you're still here in this joke. Like, yeah. there's some jokes that are. That's just probably me. Just like it's just so camp that it's like, okay, I appreciate it, but I'm not really like. Let's move on. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I was worried that people weren't going to be into it because a lot of a lot of the generation of the millennials haven't seen those shows. So you're, you're, you're grabbing yeah. a bunch of people that have huge Marvel fans ready for a Marvel show. And then you go, hey, no, here's Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> you know, I bet you there's a lot of people that are like that right now. I oh, absolutely. You. Absolutely. Yeah. Big kudos to them for doing that. Um, and I think it will pay off. I think by the end of this thing, I think it's going to be huge. I think the season finale, it's going to build the fan base and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think it's going to be huge. Yeah. I love uh, Agnes and her uh, husband, uh, Ralph. Keep oh, on. Ralph is, oh. yeah, I want to meet Ralph. I mean, <laughs> Ralph must be she just the biggest lop of dropping shit. Ralph. I yeah. fucking love it. <laughs> oh, so I'm uh, very, very excited for episode three. We're going to break that down in the morning and we're going to do reaction that night watching it. Not a lot of reaction for us for episodes one and two. Uh, a lot of laughing, I think, and a lot of like smiling, but no big things happen. How many, uh, how many episodes is this season? It's eight episodes, so we have six more. Okay. And they're all half an hour each from here on out. All right. I think uh, that wraps up this podcast. King Tom, you'll be able to listen to the Weezer song at yep. midnight. I was thinking about you. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. He, he told us either you end it before midnight or I'm leaving. So <laughs> I, I just said <laughs> I, I might need to take a little bit of a break. We, we had to make a decision. And, yeah. And there we are. Yes. <laughs> Plus, there was no Naboo. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm Randy, so, you're lucky. I, there's I'm so people sorry. Here, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Le Judice. Did I say it right this time? That's close. That's kind of close. closer. Closer. That's, clo- that's closer. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It, it's enough, it's like uh, it's like Duvernay. Go a little nuts with it at the end there. Like I always say, Duvernay. That's yeah. how I say her name. I can't say her name. Dolashatsi. Dolashatsi. Right. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> right. Dolashatsi. It's better than what I was. My name was pronounced in high school. Oh no. I've had what don't laugh it? at me. I've had um, laugh at me. Uh, Alphabet Soup was my baseball coach would call me. He just didn't even bother. He just said, "Alphabet, go play center." Alphabet, hurry your ass up. That's all he said. He never. I don't even think he knew my first and last name. He just called me Alphabet. Oh, okay, thank you, racist gym teacher. Yeah, <laughs> Coach Ochoa, fuck off. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's probably dead. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's, you know, it was a long time ago. No, it's a good chance. And when you're that racist, you you die young. That's true. <laughs> Actually, uh, racists live a long time. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, <you're> right? <laughs> the racists live through coronavirus too. So Aww. yeah, we, we, there there's a, a strange immortality with racists. I stand corrected. <laughs> Sorry, these evil villains they're just like keep coming back somehow. Yeah, <laughs> cockroaches. cockroaches. <laughs> Randy, I know last time you were on, you didn't want to give out your Twitter handle because you didn't want people to contact you or follow you. Are you still yeah, that's on that correct. mode? That's okay. Correct. Well. Thank you for coming on and hanging out. Thank you for having me. Hey, anytime you want to come on, I told you. I know you say you keep harping me to come on. There's no harping. You want to come on, you stay. Hey, are you guys cool Wednesday? You're on anytime you want to come on. All right. You you guys open open the door, not them. Just this Mm -hmm. one box in the corner. Yes. That one box in the bottom left corner. Thank you for coming on, though. It's a pleasure always to have you. Always, Uh, Always awesome being here. The Hall of Famer of podcasting. Do I take down the jersey? Don't, of your retired don't jersey? Don't make it strange. Please I won't make it strange. strange. King Tom, where can people find you? Not making it strange and listening to Weezer all the time. <laughs> and Tom Chansky on Twitter. King Tom, are you going to be biased when you're listening to this Weezer song? Probably. Can you be biased as a super fan? Like I'm a huge Rush fan and it's hard to be objective when you're listening to your favorite band. On this, I'll probably listen to it a few times in a row, and after my second or third listen, to listen, I will be unbiased. Okay, I will. I will say that as a Weezer fan, being biased is part of it. You kind of have to, to a yeah. certain degree. Mm. Gotcha. It's like being a Primus fan. I was a huge Primus fan, and you have to be certain crazy to be a Primus fan. Those um, music videos, though, man, come oof, on. they're the best. They're the best, Mister. Carlos Buarguea, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Boo. Eric, where can people hear your son? <laughs> <laughs> Check out the Bad Motivators wherever good podcasts are found. We're there too. And you know what, man? I've been streaming on Twitch lately. If you want to see me get oh, what? killed by people, uh, twitch.tv. I am going to follow Eric you. Strathers. I am going to, you know what? I have Twitch and I don't use Twitch other just to watch my friends. For a second what play. are you streaming on there? Uh, uh, Red uh, Dead Two, mostly. Nice, dude. Yeah. I got You on? Are you on there too, Randy? No, I mean I have an account, but I just I don't stream. Yeah, I know. I, I just watch Haas play random games sometimes. Yeah, me too. It. Well, right now I'm using the Xbox app to stream, and uh, it's 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 got some issues, but uh, it's still pretty cool, man. Uh, I'm not gonna go get a big streaming ring because nobody's gonna watch me play. I'll watch very you long. Tracy, Tracy Moon and I like to get together and uh, do cowboy stuff and like throw <laughs> each other. <laughs> uh, dude, thank you for that soundbite. Yeah, you can I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Shut up. 
Anyway, yeah, man. There you go. Less Godzilla's public enemy number one for Krusty the Clown or Wrinkles the Dick, whatever his name is. <laughs> Where can people Wrinkles the Dick. find you? <laughs> Me and Tracy Moon like to do cowboy stuff. Oh, it's like Christmas Day and Inauguration Day in one, all in one. <laughs> you can find if you're looking for me. You can find me on Twitter at Lessonmore78. What oh, if Wrinkles somebody's... is looking for you? Yeah, somebody's yeah. looking for you. If Wrinkles is looking for me, come on down, buddy. Yeah, let's go. come on through. Yeah. That's fine. I'm okay with that. That's a lot different than last time. Remember? Oh, you're, you'll catch a hammer to the forehead, dude. Come on through. <laughs> Come on through, dude. Yeah. You want to test? Actually, you know what? I lied, dude. I started rewatching something that is awesome to rewatch from the beginning, and that's Game of Thrones. And you know what, dude? I'll, I'll be ready, dude. Don't worry. Dude. I'll be ready. Good for you for watching Game of Thrones. Trial by combat over here. Oh, like yeah, I'm dude. imagining that soundbite in slow mo on the HBO documentary where Wrinkles the Clown dies. <laughs> like this is the <laughs> evidence. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll that's gonna be the next one. Dude, uh, start cutting him in half like the hound, dude. Get ready. All right. Oh, no, you just incriminate yourself more and yeah, more. Exactly. Stop. Stop now. I'm doing what? the world a favor by taking wrinkles out, dude. <laughs> and you guys know that. Call me Oil of Olay, dude. I'm going to take some wrinkles out, dude. Simple as that. <laughs> oh, that's pretty wow. good. Well done. Wow. Well done. Oh, he's out. He dropped the mic. He's oh, out. Look, he's shit. out. Drop the webcam. Oh, he dropped wow. the mic. He's done. Well done. That's nice. an expensive mic. Please don't drop it. Yeah. It was well, gifted I, by a Raj, so it's I, okay. I, how can I follow that? I can't. <laughs> I can do my Yoda joke again. No, no just no, kidding. No. No, 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 you can no. find me at the Sith List, guys. Please check out our YouTube channel where you're gonna we're gonna break some Wandavision and all kinds of other stuff. Not really because nothing else out but Wandavision, but just catch us anyways. And also catch us on episode number two thirty four next week of the Sith List. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad. So good is bad, bad, bad All my favorite songs are slow and sad I don't know what's wrong with me Cause I need a friend when I take a walk I like spacing out when somebody talks I wanna be rich But I feel guilty I fall in love with Everyone who hates me All my favorite songs are so inside
Tracy Moon and Dude. I like to get together and do cowboy stuff.